this week on Barely on Topic. The hand on top of the blade and then just slicing your hand to shred it. That's the only only Nalgene. way I can picture that happening. No, it's not a full Nalgene of vodka. That's Greg Campbell tomato. didn't actually sell tires at Sullivan Tire. Just so you know, Anthony. <laughs> How many podcast hosts and speakers does it take to figure out the Shaw Monahan account? <laughs> Three. Three podcast uh, hosts. <laughs> dancing, um, goaltending style. Um, just when it fails, it's just embarrassing. Then I moved to Canada. <laughs> <laughs> Where if you don't watch hockey, they arrest you. Yeah, possibly. Um, I chose not to test that one. Timmy, you got a Vesna? <laughs> that was my first one. I have multiple. It was like, wow, this flavor's fantastic. Oh, no. Then I dated a girl who was a Habs fan. So, um, yeah, that's, that's one hell of an outro. So here we are on uh, another Sunday in this very long offseason. And we're going to start off with a little bit of Bruins news. Okay. First off, I guess Jimmy Vasey didn't sign in Boston. You know what? I have to say to him, Jimmy who? Have fun in New York. Whatever. I don't care. I wasn't really super excited about him. I was just... I kind of wanted something exciting to happen for the Bruins. That's it. He played the wrong wing to be excited about. Our left wing's fine. Our top three line left wings are pretty cut and dried there with Marsh and um, uh, Bolesky and Vertrano. So, yeah. yeah, you think you're hot shit, Vasey? Gonna beat out Marshy? Fuck no. Out, <laughs> <laughs> uh. His charity work is fantastic. <laughs> hope he does well. <laughs> and you know, about that, as um, uh, Kirk Lodeke was saying, and it sounds like he may have gotten this corroborated by talking to Vasey's dad, is that uh, Vasey may have been holding a grudge from the Bruins not having drafted him either of the chances they had to. Yeah. Which is kind of unfair, because it's a different regime, different scouting staff. Or whatever, you know. You know what? If you're going to be like that, fine. Go to the rags. I don't give a shit. Yeah. I mean, if you want to be, if you want to play that card, you want to be a little bit petulant about it, go there. Let's see where they're going to be in, what, three to five years. Also, you know, here's the thing about it. Not wanting to sign in Boston because they didn't take the opportunity to draft you seems ridiculous considering he spurned to the team that did draft him. And I don't yeah. judge him that. I'm just saying that that context actually, when you really stop and think about it, is stupid. <laughs> That is good logical reasoning there. It's a sound argument. Also, if you really wanted to spurn the Bruins by going to a team, you could have picked a hell of a lot better team than the Rangers to do that. Like, if we're being completely honest. Like, oh, I'm going to just really stick it to the Bruins. Let me go to the friggin' Rangers. Oh, okay. He could have gone to the Leafs, and that would have been bad. Yeah. Because they're building up. He could have gone to Montreal. He could have gone to the Blackhawks, yeah. Oh, God. I can't wait till their reign of terror is over. Don't worry, that Seabrook contract's going to see to that fairly quickly. So, um. <laughs> And don't get me wrong, Chicago, I think you're a very interesting city. I just don't like your hockey team anymore. I used to have respect, but now I'm, I'm in the, the, that's in the past. Yeah, the Blackhawk fatigue. <laughs> yeah, yes. Chicago's my favorite city to visit, but uh, I, I still don't like your hockey team. Oh, man. Not even Boston, man. I'm sorry. Yeah, you know, I had the guest room already, but no. <laughs> Fine, whatever. No, anyway, yeah, that, there are worse teams he could have gone to. And the Blackhawks one would have hurt a little bit because, you know, that final still hurts just a little bit, you know? Yeah, a lot Speaking of it. that final, uh, the Dave Boland uh, being traded for uh, you know, have this week was kind of 
kind of yep. funny. He's like, yep, you, you, you definitely made turned that uh, that cup-winning goal in, into a contract all right there, Dave Boland. You yep, know what? Definitely a contract. Good for him. Brian Bickle also, bad contract from that cup final. Mm-hmm. And, it co- and that has cost now various teams, a combination of uh, Tevo Tervainen and, um, uh, and Lawson Kraus. So, uh, ha-ha. <laughs> okay, so, uh, yeah, so he got traded for... A second that could become a third if the if Lawson Kraus doesn't play more than ten games for the Coyotes this year, which is a good chance he won't. So, Boland and a tenth and an eleventh overall pick got traded for a second, possibly a pair of thirds. That sounds so great. And now the Coyotes have something like over twenty million of dead of, of dead money against the cap. Yeah, but their their future looks so bright, though. Oh, no, I'm just, it's, just, it's hilarious because that's more than how much above the floor they are right now. Oh, yeah, they... I mean, the abstract concept of, uh, of Datsuk and Pronger, well, Boland's the same thing. He's probably up uh, eternal L- LTIR at this point. And the um, uh, Vermette and Ribeiro buyouts. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, wow. Still, I'm still pretty excited about Max Domi and uh, Duclair's. Anthony Duclair, yeah. Yep. Yeah. yeah. That's a good well, Plus, they're going to have... Uh, they're gonna have um, uh, um, uh, Dylan Strom come up this year too, probably right. So it's a uh, it should be pretty so okay. They're going to be fun to watch, I think. And they still have OEL. They yeah. picked up Goligoski, so their defense is actually like you know has got some noise to it now. So. And they have the youngest GM in the history of the NHL. He's only five years old. Yes. <laughs> He's a rock star. <laughs> he, he signs players based on the. Vegetables they Dang. eat. Oh, the vegetables. Good. Yes, <laughs> the vegetables. <laughs> oh, poor Jeff's like, shut up. <laughs> <laughs> He's what, 26? Yeah. God damn, that's too young. <laughs> it really is. But you know what that means? That any of you guys could be a GM. I'm way too old. I can't do it. I was going to say, because I think I'm, uh, I'm Kyle, Duba, Kyle Dubas, so the um, assistant GM in, uh, in, in Toronto is, is, is 31 as well, right? And he was hired at 29. So, um... I've got time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you boys are good to go. I'm, uh, VA, I'm, I'm, VA and I, and, and to a lesser degree, me are over the hill here, though. So uh, good, luck with it. good luck, gentlemen. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Make some wise choices. Yes. I probably won't, but Burn I'll try. Entertainment in the ground. Can I go to Montreal? <laughs> well, you think know, for a chance. I like that. <laughs> you but, trade, you know, trade Carey Price for a bag of magic beans. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, yeah, but, but the I beans mean, will keep him healthy. By bag of magic beans, I mean David Clarkson. <laughs> <laughs> He's been everywhere else. Why not? <laughs> where Price is for Niemi. Where up. is his contract now? It's Columbus. Columbus. It's probably yeah. never going to be anywhere but Columbus. Okay, okay. He actually, I... They actually owe him, re- owe him real money, and he's not a permanent LTIR candidate just yet. Okay, because I, I was But there's sure. potential. Yeah, there's <laughs> potential. <laughs> Wait, where's Savard's contract now? Is it still in Florida? Jersey. Oh, Jersey, okay. He got, he got traded for a second, for straight up for a second round pick, I think, this summer. Nice, okay. There's a, so some, some nice, some deft handiwork by the, by, by the new GM there in Florida, Tom Rowe, so... Yeah, he's actually doing well. Good for him. Yeah, he's he's been. They've had a ridiculous offseason, actually. Yeah, F- Florida will be a very interesting team this year. Yeah, and, and his charity work's fantastic. <laughs> How we only use that when we criticize someone? I know. I know. <laughs> Wait, so by that logic, is his charity work bad? 
Oh, actually, yeah, like I said, it is bad. He's been doing uh, good work, which means he's probably some sort of dick, you know, spits on orphans and. Uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, his charity work is definitely not good. <laughs> but his hockey work, <laughs> hockey work is fantastic. <laughs> you know what he does? He sees an old lady uh, crossing the street, and he goes around her. Back around her. Oh. <laughs> oh. And he splashes oh. the rain water on her while doing when, it. When, when he sees a turtle in the street, he takes it the direction it's coming from, not the direction it's going. Hey, that's a very <laughs> valid point. I learned that in Chicago at the Shedd Aquarium. And there was a turtle who was showing us, like, no, no, I want to go off the steps there. <laughs> and they kept turning her around and telling us, don't do this. Just, you know, <laughs> let them go the way they want to go. Okay, so Bruins 2012, sixth round pick. That's 175th overall. Um, uh, Matt Benning uh, quietly pulled a VC this summer and uh, yesterday signed with the um, Oilers. Good luck, kid. Yeah, I guess well, the reasoning is he wanted to go pro this year and the Bruins are, and he's, and Bruins are like, no, 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 one more year, please. We just don't have a place for yet another rookie on the on the AHL team because we do have Carlo O'Gara and, Grizz, and, and, and Grouchick this year. So it's, you know, four rookies might have been a bit much on, a bit, been a bit much in Providence. Um, and Benning decided, no, I'm going pro this year. And uh, he's his draft plus four. He was only going into his last year at, at Northwestern and Northeastern because uh, he did an extra year of prep school, uh, which is what Justin Schultz and I think I don't 100% know on Blake, Blake Wheeler did as well. Um, so he formed a team that he was uh, not going to that he was going to leave school then if they weren't going to sign him. Why he wasn't invited to um, a development camp in, in, July, in July, I guess. Ah, well, so, uh, somewhat predictable. I mean, his uncle is, of course, the GM of. Uh, Vancouver, so he's very much of the old regime. And the, uh, the guy that drafted him is, uh, you know, GM yeah. of uh, Edmonton, so... Uh, so, yeah. Oh, that Benning, huh? Yeah. Well, don't let the bench door hit you on the ass, kid. Yeah. All set. Yep. <laughs> you know, here's the thing, it's not even that he didn't want to sign Boston, he wanted to go pro, and Boston said no, not yet, so that's fair enough. Now, because he's a sixth-round pick, eh, whatever, right? Because he's a sixth. Not a big deal. And we have a lot of really good deep prospects yeah. right so no no i insist goodbye kid yeah i said it, good good day enjoy okay yeah enjoy bakersfield yeah <laughs> yeah those his dad condors. Woo. Uh, his dad also played uh for the oilers and is an uh oiler native so makes sense oh okay he's an edmonton kid yeah okay. he's yeah. an edmonton kid i i you know how i found out about it and I didn't really think anything of it. I just saw it in my Twitter feed for the Oilers. I'm like, oh, okay. Yeah, he went to Northeastern. Okay, whatever. <laughs> I didn't even yeah. put it together that he was a Bruins prospect at some point. Oh, well, we're just fine. Mm -hmm. He was going to get lost in the shuffle. We have a lot of, you know, good deep prospects, especially now having, you know, with, with McAvoy uh, uh, drafted this year, right? So it's what it is. Mm -hmm. You're still drinking that hard iced tea from last week, aren't you? Mm-hmm. Okay, just checking. Anyway, we've got to get on to our main course. Mm. Dun, dun, dun. So last year when we started, I think we started, what, in early November? Yeah. Uh, we were well into the yeah. season. There, We had some uh, roadblocks that caused us to have a delayed start. It was delay of game. Adam McQuaid, he sent the puck up over the glass. Damn Not it. again. Jeez. Worst penalty. He, <laughs> ma he made us late by like a month. We had to serve that much time. No, um, yeah. there were just things that happened that, you know, I'm not going to get into the specifics on. But, but it made us stronger. It did. It united us. Yes. But we never really got into the 
hey, this is who we are, and this is why we're Bruins fans. It's kind of like we're having, like, Bruins <laughs> Anonymous now. Yeah. <laughs> Alka Bruins Anonymous? Yeah. <laughs> well, we're going to leave the Alka out of that. Yeah. I mean, we still want to drink lots of alcohol. <laughs> I ain't leaving alcohol out of this. No way. <laughs> I just want to point out, I've been drinking water this whole time. No, it's not a full Nalgene of vodka, as most people might think I would do. Come on, vodka's got to have at least cranberry juice in it. But it's just water. They may have seltzer water. Getting back to how we were. Uh, yeah, so we figured it would be a really good episode to actually talk about why we're Bruins fans. Because we... Some of us have been asking that a little bit more of ourselves than others this offseason. It's been a very long, brutal offseason. So we have to have something to think about. I hate long offseasons. So do I. Yep. You know. It happens for every damn sport recently for me, and I hate it. You've got to change your alliances. Never. I love the Buccaneers dearly. You're gonna you could hop on the summer. Red Bull bandwagon like uh, Ellen and I. I can't watch racing. can't do it. I hear um, you there. Yeah. I used to watch racing when I was younger, and then I just kind of grew out of it. That's how it is. I mean, I, I kind of like having a little bit of time off from sports, but um, it's been pretty brutal since April. Oh, that's right, because you don't really pay attention to baseball, so both football and hockey are out by April. So. Well, they can be. It's been a little hard this year. That's all. I wanted the Bruins to make the playoffs. And I've been having doubt and whatever, but no more doubting. We just need to talk about it, talk it out. So who wants to go first? I think we'll have Tim go first. Hello, my name is Tim, and I'm a Bruins fan. Hi, Tim. Hi, Tim. (laughs) Hey. And, yeah, I mean, my uh, my family is our huge Boston sports fans in general. Um, the, and I got it basically from my dad. The old adage went he, around here is my dad's a walking sports almanac and I'm the junior version. Um, so yeah, he, he kind of got me into, um, sports in general at a young age. And, um, one thing that really made me latch on to the Bruins, um, is the, there was a player by the name of, uh, Jason Allison. Uh, he, was initially in the Washington Capitals organization. Um, he actually played for the um, Portland Pirates here in Maine. So I saw him play here in Maine. And 1996-97 season was his first year that he played a few games with Boston. And I immediately latched on to him just because of that fact. Um, and so he is kind of one of the main reasons why I started watching. I just because I saw him here in Maine, and it just, it kind of grew from there. Um, I, in second grade, I I started paying attention to hockey more uh, because my uh, second grade teacher, her son, had played in the, was playing in the NHL at the time, uh, good old Eric Weinrich. So she was oh, my cool. second grade teacher here. So that was, at the time he was playing for the Blackhawks, um, but that's kind of how... That's like when I really started paying attention to hockey more in terms of that as well. And yeah, kind of just blossomed in. I have not looked back since um, the good old Jason Allison days of the Boston Bruins. And 
I mean, to this day, he's he's got to be one of my favorite players of all time just because he's the reason why I kind of love the Bruins. It's a special bond. It is. It's also heartbreaking, but it's a special bond. It is definitely a special bond. And Eric Weinrich ended up playing for the Bruins for a little bit, so that was cool. Um, <laughs> wow. So he did end up playing for a little bit, and I still have numerous amounts of Eric Weinrich Chicago Blackhawks signed memorabilia from that year in second grade because I just she gave me a ton of stuff. I didn't even really ask you knew I like sports, so she had her son sign a bunch of stuff for me. So I have a hat, I have pucks, I have a jersey. Just yeah. So your advice is to younger hockey fans is to get in good with the mom. Exactly. Get in good with the mom. And to this day, one of my favorite teachers. She was awesome. Nice. Hey. Good job, Tim. Yeah. So, who's next? Anthony's up next. Hi, I'm Anthony. I've hey. been a Bruins fan since the mid-90s. Hi, Anthony. Hi, Hi Anthony. Uh. Fish are friends, not food. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> I just watched that recently. That's not related, though. Okay, wait a um, minute. What is this? Finding Nemo. Finding, no. Finding Nemo. <laughs> the sharks, fish are friends, not food. Yeah. Okay. I I only watched Finding Nemo like a month ago, and um, so I didn't exactly commit it to memory. But I did read a tweet by a guy who said I just saved twenty six bucks going to the theater by. Moving an aquarium in front of the TV while Ellen DeGeneres' show was on. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty good. That is good. Okay, so, uh, hi, Anthony. Okay. So I have two things in my Bruins fandom. My first actual memory of watching the Bruins was, I think it was a Sunday afternoon game on ABC. I was wow. at my Aunt Joan's house around Christmas time. I was the only kid there, so I was super bored playing like solitaire on the computer. Because the game on in the background. We want to point out that you're the only grandchild of that generation. From callback from a couple weeks ago. Anyway, go ahead. No, I actually did the math, and my that side of the family, those grandparents had four grandkids, and that was it. Wow. Okay. Out of the eight kids they had. Wow. Um, so the memory I have is, I think it was Kyle McLaren just destroyed a Sharks player, hitting him through the bench. Like, it opened the door and everything, and I thought that was the coolest thing, and I got super into hockey, and then it took a kind of backseat when I started playing soccer, but I got back into it in the mid, in the mid, uh, mid-aughts. My first game was, it was a birthday game on October 10th in 2009. The Bruins were playing the Islanders. Um, coolest experience. I'd never been to the Garden at all. The Bruins actually fell down 4-1 in that, uh, yeah, 4-1 in that game with about eight minutes to go. And Mark Savard led the comeback and then ended up scoring the winner in the shootout. But I remember it was they called timeout with, I think, two and a half minutes to go. 
And, you know, 2009, Dropkick Murphys had just come out with Shipping Up to Boston, and not everyone hated it yet because it wasn't played every single day of the year. Um, so that came over the, the PA and the speakers, and the whole building, it, we just felt like one person. And it was the coolest experience. Um, of course, I think Byron Bitt scored the game-tying goal a few minutes later. It went into the shootout and everything. But, uh, yeah, I, they ended up winning that game. It was an awesome night, awesome weekend. And I've fallen in love with the Bruins' resiliency ever ever since. And that's why I'm a fan. They're never, they're never out of it. Never, uh, no, man. Not, all, not in all the years. Actually... would you like to read that one out loud yeah i sure would uh so the pun in the little chat thread here listeners why i'm clapping is uh and in the man in the backs that everyone attacked and it turned into a byron (laughs) byron bits bits. (laughs) love byron bits that's a fun tidbits. Hey! Is <laughs> he uh, <laughs> number 45? No, I think it was like 61 or something. Yeah, close enough. It was one of those numbers between 1 and 99. <laughs> 45 of one, 61 yeah. of another. You know, it's the same thing. <laughs> now I have to look. Yeah. I was going to look, but um, I'm done multitasking for the day. I don't. Jason Allison was 41. I remember my dad turned 41 while Alice, Jason Allison wore number 41. It's a huge moment in my life. Hmm. 34. Not even uh, close. Okay. <laughs> Whoops. Um, he took Defoe's number. Uh, oh, yeah, we didn't clap for Anthony, by the way. Yep. Uh, good job, Anthony. Thank you. <laughs> Did you... I like you. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry, I said that with too much yeah. personality. I like you. I like you. Yeah. <laughs> Will you meet me after recess in the back? <laughs> hey, this ain't no term. love connection. Come on, <laughs> let's move it on. You get yeah. to go. Hey. Hey. Hey, y'all. This is Nick Baggio from Winston-Salem, North Carolina, and I'm a Bruins fan. Hi, Nick. Hi, Nick. Hi, Nick. Come on, so, Jeff, play along. I did. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Hostility in the Bruins Anonymous. Meeting. I didn't say... <sighs> I know. I'll calm us all down and talk just... about my story. Yes. So I've been a Bruins fan since 2002. Uh, I've always... Up to that point, I was always kind of into hockey video games. I had NHL 94 for the Sega Genesis, which was one hell of a game. can still hum that theme song. Uh, But then that year, even though the Dreamcast was even outdated by that point, I acquired a Sega Dreamcast. And it had NHL 2K, uh, which was Sega Sports uh, line of video games. And it was a pretty good one. There was, a, of course, Jason Allison was on that video game. He wasn't, I think, on the Bruins that year in real life. Um, but I, I kind of always liked uh, Boston. My family, my parents were born there. I briefly lived in Rentham, Massachusetts, before the outlets were built. Uh, that's my hipster claim to fame. Were you so, actually born up here? 
No, I was born in Winston. This is okay. actually, oddly enough, this is my third time living in Winston-Salem. I'm 27 <laughs> years old. Okay. So uh, that's another story. But I never really liked any of the other sports. Football was cool, but like, ah, hockey is awesome. And I started playing as the Bruins. It was pretty cool. That year, the Carolina Hurricanes went to the Stanley Cup Finals and lost to the Detroit Red Wings. That kind of made hockey a somewhat popular thing in school. So I was like, oh, cool. We didn't know we had a hockey team. Um, <laughs> and since I was playing the video game for a few months by this point, I could inform my friends of what was happening on uh, ABC in the Stanley Cup Finals, which made me really, really cool. Um, so this uniqueness of liking hockey in the South and then the, uh, the Canes making it just made me a full-fledged hockey fan. And that uh, summer, I tried to learn all the Bruins stats as I could. Um, question, how many points did Bobby Orr score? Uh, how many points did he acquire while playing for the Boston Bruins? A lot for a defenseman. Somewhere <laughs> in the 800s, wasn't it? What? Somewhere in the 800s, wasn't it? Very, yes, 888. So, Ooh. like, that's a stat I'll always remember. And then I've been a Bruins fan uh, ever since. And uh, I can really, I can basically put it on my Sega Dreamcast without playing NHL 2K and putting big, big head hockey mode on. Uh, I don't think I'd ever really be a Bruins fan. And Byron Defoe's mugshot in NHL 2K is horrible. So I, I've always liked Byron Defoe. D- or Byron. It, yeah. Does, what is it with all the Byrons on this team, huh? <laughs> I mean, it's like, you know, we had the Jake thing from a couple of years ago. Jacob, Jacob, Jake, 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 Jake. And then now Jack, Byron. Jack, yeah, or whatever. You know what I mean? It's all the same. Uh, the only, I guess, downside to bring a, a Bruins fan down south is I've only seen the Bruins play at home once. And that was the, uh, the season before the lockout. And it was a 1-1 tie against the Tampa Bay Lightning. So the, when you say lockout, which lockout? Oh, season-long lockout. Okay, that's a tie, the... so it had to be before that lockout. Yeah, yeah. yeah the, so the, yeah, the, the tickets were actually probably affordable back then. <laughs> yeah, um, I remember who got the goal for the Bruins, too, is Rob Zamner. Mm-hmm. Which, ironically, the, that was my second hockey game I ever attended. The, f- the first hockey game I ever saw was a one nothing victory over the Atlanta Thrashers, and Rob Zamner got the game-winning goal. John Graham at the shutout. There you go, folks. This is one of exactly two historical events that Rob Zamner was involved in, the other one, of course, inexplicably being on the can- Team Canada for 1998 in Nagano. Wow. That yeah. Is... I thought that was like a pretty commonly known piece of trivia. <laughs> I don't know who this person is. Exactly. Nope. Yeah, <laughs> I keep Can thinking you're talking about the guy. I think you're. I keep thinking you're talking about the guy from Cheap Trick. <laughs> Multi talented dude. Yeah. Um. Well, no, I was talking about Robin Zander, but you know. I know. I know. <laughs> Not Rick Nielsen, who is very talented. Anyway, go on. Well, I, that I guess that's kind of about it. I remember when Joe Thornton was traded. My friends on MySpace, you know, said up, "We're sorry for you, Nick. If you need to talk about it." Just send me a message on my not wall because that's Facebook. But yeah, like it was. I remember when Joe Thornton was traded. I was very upset. It was horrible. Bruins were horrible that year. But uh, I I just love the Bruins. I remember when he was traded too. 
because Dale Arnold just shit a brick on the, on the air. Yeah. He was just so beside himself. So it was a very angry day. Mm-hmm. I And I remember in one, my last Bruins retro comment, and I'll pass the, uh, the baton, but I freaked out. Uh, I guess it was the 2003 All-Star game. ABC or ESPN was showing the skills competition, and they played a commercial for Dunkin' Donuts by Joe Thornton. Now, my nickname for many years has been Bagel, Bagel Bruin, whatever. And so they show Joe Thornton getting uh, for Dunkin' Donuts. He puts his skate over his knee, and he cuts a bagel using his skate and <laughs> hands it back to the uh, employee. It was really cool. And then he goes to the skills competition in this event, and um, I forget who the announcer was, but he calls him, here comes the bagel boy himself. And I'm like, oh, my nickname's Bagel. <laughs> Joe Thornton's the bagel boy, and he was my favorite player. Okay, I just want to say, as a person who is a baker of some sort, I can't recommend that you cut bagels that way. No, I don't, it, it wouldn't work. And plus, you know, he just gives it one, one run-through, and he cuts the bagel perfectly in half. Mm. I, skates, the blades aren't that big. It wouldn't work. Yeah, I know, but you know, yeah. also you'd ruin the hell out of the bagel. So, yeah, don't think it would be I'm good just... for the skate either. Yeah, I'm just picturing like the hand in the bagel or on the bagel with it, the hand on the top of the blade, and then just slicing your hand to shred it. That's the only only Ducky. way I can picture that happening. It... Blood I mean, everywhere. <laughs> yeah, it was a commercial. It's it was fictional, guys. It's... <laughs> Okay. <laughs> what? <laughs> what kind of cream cheese do you want? Blood? Bloody? <laughs> no, no, no. That's Greg Campbell didn't old... actually sell tires at Sullivan Tire. Just so you know, Anthony. <laughs> <laughs> Are you trying to tell me Dustin Pedroia doesn't sell tires either? No, he does. He actually, him, does. But, uh... he actually does. But Adam That's McQuaid totally wears those boots for that locally produced commercial for Timberland. No, Timberland. Oh my god, I said Timberland. Um, Timberland. Yeah. Oh, Ryder. <laughs> oh my god. So anyway. Uh, you know, they, you know, wait a minute. I want to bring this back for a minute. Jeff, they never did announce who the new sales, uh, new Bruins guy was. Did yeah, all they? they ever did was tell me it wasn't going to be Chris Kelly. <laughs> it wasn't going to be anybody. <laughs> they totally misled us. <laughs> okay, so 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 backstory for our listeners. I um uh, commented at some point. I think commented that who's going to be the who's going to be the new spokesman for for, for Salvatore. This was just after we let Greg Campbell go. Kelly, it's going to be Kelly, isn't it? Three days later, I get tweeted at by Sullivan Tire saying, "No, it wasn't going to be Chris Kelly. We're keeping it a surprise." Mm. And the surprise was, it was no one. <laughs> wow. So, Sullivan Tire, if you're listening, who the hell is the next spokesperson? Who I think it's Tori Krug. I think it's Krug. I really... Tyler Randall. It's Jimmy Hayes. <laughs> it will be Hayes. It will be Hayes. Because it's got to be someone, like, mediocre to begin Before with. bad. Yeah. Yeah. He yeah. looks like he could sell a tire. He can hold him. Here you go. Here's the tire. I just hand it to you. I'm 6'5". I'm strong. It doesn't use his size, though. Oh, yeah. I really, <laughs> I it's really gonna, no, no, no. It's going to uh, be Kevin uh, Miller. Mm. Oh, yeah. Okay, so it's prop bet. Prop bet for uh, Sullivan Tire. And I guess I'm going to have to remember to write this down. Okay, so Sullivan Tire. Spokes, whatever. So let's see. We've got a Kevin Miller. We've got, who we say, um, 
Jimmy I'm Hayes? Still, I'm still going with Hayes. Yep. What do you say, Anthony? I said Hayes first. I, you did. You can both say <laughs> Hayes, I guess. Yeah. Whatever. You get to split the <laughs> pot of nothing. So, good for you. <laughs> Tim? I, I'm i going to say Matt Bolesky. Just because I think he'd be a good one. Also, because I don't know if you follow Matt Bolesky on Twitter, but after VC signed with the Rangers, Bolesky's Twitter was the greatest pro-Boston thing in the entire world, and I want it to be him because of that. Mm. Okay. I still say Krug. I got it written down. I'll put it somewhere. This time we'll remember what we take a bet on. Um, yeah, okay. Well, right. uh, it, That's the end of my Bruins. Right, thanks. Thank you. Yay. Bye, y'all. All right. Who's next? Hi. My name is Jeff. And Hi, I've been Jeff. a Bruins fan since 2003-ish. Hi, Jeff. Hi, Jeff. Hi, Jeff. You're acceptable. <laughs> <laughs> okay, yeah. So um, uh, yeah, that was kind of a... I didn't, my uh, my cast, the co-cast here didn't expect that when that one came out. Um, I... Uh, Watched much in the way of sports uh, growing up. Um, Dad had been a huge hockey fan growing up, watching the Bobby Orr Espo days. You know, talked about watching some of those playoff series with the French Canadian family down the street in Cumberland, Rhode Island. And uh... woohoo, Rhode Island! <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. But my mom hates hockey, and so my dad stopped watching. Um, so it was just never on the TV when I was growing up. Oh. Then I moved to Canada, <laughs> <laughs> where if you don't watch hockey, they arrest you. Yeah, possibly. I chose not to test that one. So, like, you know, right away, I mean, everyone around me is, is rather hockey fervent. So I'm like, okay, we're going to start watching this. And I want to hold on to something New England to myself as I uh, gradually am uh, Canadianized. Um, so, obviously, I chose to be a Bruins fan. And that's what happens. One, 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 one chooses a team. So there's no such thing as, as Johnny-come-latelys, in my opinion. Because you're a fan of the team you choose. Look at Tim. He's a, he's a Tampa Bay Buccaneers fan, for Christ's sake. <laughs> <laughs> they will win six to eight games this year. <laughs> they, they will wear, win what? Six to eight games this year. Mark my words. You go. So, <laughs> yeah. So I um. So anyway, yeah. So I I didn't. And in, in, in truth be told, I didn't watch a ton of hockey those first couple of years. They're already easing my way in, right? Um, I watched you know. Some of some of that year, I did make a point of watching the Stanley Cup final that year. Actually, my my dad had my dad had my dad uh, DVR some of the games, which is great. Watching hockey when you can fast forward through the commercials is surprisingly efficient. Um, so like I remember that the Martin Galinas uh, non-goal, for example, and so forth in that um, uh, in that Tampa Calgary series. But then we almost well, I almost stepped back there with the full season lockout. Came back next year and because I I mean I had stepped back. I was still following. I was starting to be in hockey pools, being very bad at them. I just you know. Drafted names. I remember people playing in NHL hits in, in, in NHL hits. So it's how I ended up with Greg DeVries on a freaking on, on, on a on a freaking um, uh, fantasy team because for some reason some of the guys I knew always picked if they played the Avs. Their their, their three players were Sackick, Forsberg, and DeVries. <laughs> they only had three players. Keep in mind, fighting was a very big part of NHL hits. Yes. Um, so yeah, you, I, they were they, they were three on threes. Yeah. So. Anyway, okay. But um, that same year, later on, well after the, the Thornton trade, um, was when uh, Bergie had his real emergence, right? He exploded in the back half of that season. Um, I picked him up off waivers that year, and I was like, oh, holy shit, this guy's great, right? And um, 
then finally, and this is of course when the Bruins are at the bottom of the fucking dumpster, right? But uh, then I started easing back in, but it still took time. It still took time, and, uh, and, and you know, it still do, um, it was a uh, you know we tried to go to a uh, game and say game in in, uh, in Boston in December of oh nine or oh eight rather. My brother didn't have a plan. He was like, oh, we can go there and get student rate tickets when we get there. No, no, we couldn't. Oh. We ended up watching, I think, from the fours, maybe Sully's. I don't even remember. If you had but, really uh, awesome nachos, it was the fours. Sully's then. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> They're right next to each other, like literally right next to each other. Um, and I uh, see, and um, but a year later, so I'm still only watching bits and pieces, but I'm starting to follow, follow, follow more and more. Then I dated a girl who was a Habs fan. And um, oh, out of necessity, no. um, and out of necessity, I became more intensely a Bruins fan. It's like, okay, no, I can't stand for this bullshit, right? <laughs> and that was the year of, of um, uh, well, Tim Thomas was coming off of his first Vezina, and this was the year he got injured, and so the year he was painful to watch, right? When Tom and Tim Thomas was off, watching him was a bad experience, because his style doesn't translate well to bad play. Um, yeah, that made sense. Uh <laughs> But um, oh, no, but it did. It worked. It. <laughs> well, no, but remember, remember his 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 breakdancing um, goaltending style. Um, just when it fails, it's just embarrassing. Um, but uh, yeah. So I was getting in, finally getting into it hard for the for the the the, the, the Philly uh, collapse. That wasn't good. Fuck mm. you, Mike Richards. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Indeed. And then finally, the next year, the Cup year, I started watching more games, but it wasn't until the year after the Cup. And mind you, I missed the Cup final. I listened to it by shitty satellite radio in a camp in Northwest Territories. But, um... As one does. As one does. With all the moves. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, but then we came back after the Cup year. That's when I finally, you know, dove, in, dove headlong in. And I've... Because of my passion for you know just you know going on falling down the Wikipedia rat hole and doing back back research and so forth, it's why I can sort of talk the talk about being sounding like I'm a long term fan when it's never the case and I've never meant to represent myself as otherwise. But <laughs> clearly that hasn't uh, worked out the way I intended. In any case, now I'm you know I, mean, I, I miss maybe ten fifteen games a season at most. So as I said, my name is Jeff and I'm a Bruins fan. Hey. You're good. <laughs> <laughs> well, don't worry, because the biggest fraud of all is coming up. <laughs> uh, I'm VA, and I'm a Bruins fan. Hey, VA. Hey, VA. I like your hair. Thank you. It's purple. Yeah. It looks um, blue to me. It's, you know, if you want it to be blue, it's blue. It's purple, Tim. Colorblind for the win. <laughs> it can be any color he wants it to be. What color shirt are you wearing, Tim? It looks very orange. Uh, it looks very reddish-orange. I would say vermilion. Uh, it's a Red Sox shirt, though, so I mean... It is red. red. <laughs> <laughs> but it does look orangey in this light, so... I never watched hockey at all in my house growing up. My dad knew who Bobby Orr was and knew who Phil Esposito was. And that was the extent of my hockey knowledge about the Bruins. I just knew those, knew those two players, but I didn't know any context about them. And in fact, 
when I started my Bruins fandom, I actually thought that Bobby Orr played so long before me that I thought he was dead. <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't until, like, I actually saw him at a game waving that I'm like, oh, Bobby Orr is alive. <laughs> He's a real boy. <laughs> Came back to the Washman the exact right time there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, you'll you'll find out later. Um, so so basically, I didn't know anything, but I did play street hockey growing up, and I loved street hockey, but I never put it together. And also, hockey games were on, I think, a little bit too late. I couldn't really watch them, and my dad just was like the guy who was in charge of the TV, so we never watched that. But you have to realize that at the same time growing up, I was insanely into football, which was just what was it at my house all the time. Sunday, Mondays, you know, uh, Sunday all day and then Monday night football. That's it was only on two days a week. and It was beautiful. Um, so, yeah, so that's what we watched. And uh, so I got to know all well, the Patriots teams. I knew the Patriots teams and they were terrible back then, but you still rooted for them. But I was really a big 49ers fan. But that's not really important because that's not the Bruins. So so I was a big football fan, um, but I used to play street hockey and I loved that. And then I just never really watched hockey. Now in the, um, what is it? The, the 2011 playoffs. And um, we started watching because it turns out that I found out in 2011 that my husband actually, not only was he a Bruins fan at one point, but he had stopped watching the game, that he actually used to play hockey and that everybody in his family used to play hockey. Well, all the boys anyway. So it was like, oh, great. So uh, filed that away in my head. You know, we watched uh, the the end of the uh, Tampa series and watched through the finals. And that wasn't enough to convert me. So, um, so I didn't watch the Bruins the next season. And then somehow or another, I think the Patriots had like a really bad loss in, um, early 2013. Like, I think they lost against the Ravens or something and it was just terrible. And I just, I needed another sport. No, it didn't convert me. Not at all. No. I mean, it was exciting, but it, it just didn't convert me. You have to realize, too, I also got married in between all of that. So it was like, uh, so in 2011, I, I had a lot of things to deal with. And the watching the Stanley Cup final was its own little thing. Um, so anyway, so 2013, I, I was so sad because my football season ended too early and I needed something. And I heard that the uh, lockout had ended. So I'm like, ah, oh, great. I'm going to start watching hockey now. Hmm. <laughs> it was completely random. I didn't know anything uh, because street hockey is way different than the actual game. So basically, I just decided I wanted to start watching games, but I couldn't watch a full game because I found that I knew so little about what was really happening on the ice that I would watch a period at a time and I would watch it with my husband and I would say... What's this guy doing? What's offside? What is this? What is that? It was just like, it was 40 minutes of being peppered with questions and I would get the answers and he was really good and gracious about it. But after that, I was just like, okay, I need to think about this for a little while. 
But by the time the end of the season rolled around, I got up to a full game of watching, and I kind of understood what was going on. So that was good. I still don't know everything, but, you know, I knew enough. So, But I was kind of curious as to whether or not the team would do anything, because it just seemed like, you know, the last month of the season, they just sucked. <laughs> mm, I remember that. I remember and, that you know, very well. It, it was the year of the bombings. It, there was just a lot of stuff going on, and it was just like, wow. And then they just made what I thought was a miraculous run, because I really didn't expect them to go to the final. You know, and, it, and then you also have to understand that I came in during a season, or it was a, a shortened season, and they didn't play anybody from the West. So I only saw the, the Eastern Conference teams. So I had no familiarity at all with with the Blackhawks or anything. And I only stayed, I only watched the Bruins um, games because I felt like anything more would be too much. This isn't very exciting. I'm sorry. But the what happened was... I fell in love with the team at that point, and then the team got somewhat dismantled, and I ended up seeing my first hockey game in the flesh, um, behind the glass, in Edmonton, because I needed to see Andrew Ference one more time when he moved on. I didn't I realize... see where his face smashed into the glass. I took a picture of the spot. Yeah. I didn't realize your first game was in Edmonton. That's really cool. It was. It was. I'm sad I didn't get to go to Rexall again. Not that it was like this like super great place, but it was just like it was so old and had weird camera angles and stuff and it was just kind of a fun place. And I managed to be on like like I could see myself on a, a on some footage of uh oil change from the first oh. <laughs> I mean, it wasn't up close, and yeah. I'd have to point it out to you. Like, look, yeah. see that, like, moon face? That's me. Because <laughs> I was right behind the glass. Um, it was a really great experience because you, you know, wherever you are in, this, in, the, uh, in the arena, you get a different vantage point than you, what you get at home. And I don't really always like to watch it perpendicularly. I like to watch it at different angles to see different things about the game. Um, but uh, I learned that uh, Devin Dubnik is huge. He's a huge guy, uh, but he wasn't playing that night. It was La Barbara, um, and I got to be behind Broger, so I got to see him in my first game, and I got to see the Yager. Cool. And that, in fact, that game, uh, that picture um, that we stole the banner from, I took the picture of uh, Yager like stand, uh, like leaning over, taking a, you know during a, a faceoff. Um, I, I've showed it to you. I can send it to you. I can show it to you again at some point. I'm not going to go get it across the room. Uh, anyway, um, I didn't realize I had lined up uh, Ference in the shot as well. I just was taking a picture of Yager. Because I was like, wow, I know enough about this game that this guy is important to know. And then the traveling Yagers were in this stadium. It was really neat. So I got to meet them after the game and took a picture with them. Um, yeah, so that was fun. And then I, like, watched, like, every game or almost every game of that season. And I went to a playoff game against the Habs. It was the one where um, they came from behind. It was the matinee game. Some people will remember it for Sean Thornton kind of, like, rallying the troops. And also, I think, was that the one where he sprayed P.K. Subban with the bottle? I didn't get to see that too much. But, uh, yeah. So I, I went to that game. I had a nice balcony seat for that, and it was incredible when they came back. That 
that place was so alive. It was, it really was vibrating. It was amazing. Yeah, so that was all in my first real full season of being a fan. And now I'm somewhat hooked. Wow, I feel like I just took all the air out of the room. That 2012 team should have done more. It really should yep. have. Yep. Oh, excuse me, 2014. Um, 14, 14, 14, 13, 13, 14 yeah. season. Yeah. Yeah, yep. yeah they, uh, they won the President's Cup. It was amazing. That was like a really great season to kind of follow you know, up. What it is is they ran up against the only team that really was going to take them down in the playoffs there because that Habs team, Habs team was built for one purpose only. To beat the Bruins. Bear hunting. Yeah, <laughs> yeah because they lost the next round. Yeah. Pretty oh, and, poorly, too. And I will always remember Froyo for that goal. Froyo. The overtime goal on my birthday. Oh. I've not had playoff hockey on my birthday for a couple of years and it hurts I mean, it hurts even more when your birthday has a game on the season and the Bruins give up nine goals well that sucks to you mm. that happened this past year for me against the Kings yeah my, oh, my birthday this year against New Jersey was a, was not a great game if I recall um, either um, I, my birthday's wait. in July so you never get there's it. never hockey on your birthday and that blows. Yeah. not unless you're playing it once it's July first, yeah. that's not bad. What, what? Yeah, free agent day. Yeah. Oh, your birthday's July first? No, it's the thirteenth. Oh. Yeah, I remember that. Okay, okay. Yep. I. So yeah, nothing, nothing has ever happened on my birthday. Hockey related. Mm-hmm. I was born on my birthday. That that was significant. But besides that, I really can't think <laughs> of anything. <laughs> Canada's Canada Day is always free agent day. Except, do they do Not they even 20, on the weekends? In twenty thirteen, it wasn't, but that's because that was the year that the season was all wonky. Yeah, so yeah. It was because... actually so free agent day was actually on. It was on the it was on the fifth or sixth, I think. Because it was July. So. Yeah, it was July fourth when the 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 trade that shall not be named took place. Yeah. Yep, uh, I was at a family cookout, and we all like huddled together, and we're like, "What?" I'm like, "It can't be true," and it was, and it was like, "Oh, that was quite some fireworks on the Fourth of July." I was drinking a duck rabbit milk stout with a eating a chocolate chip cookie when I found out about that trade. It's very specific memory. (laughs) It was a lot happening. Was it was like, "Wow, this flavor is fantastic!" Oh no, yeah. I don't remember what I was doing. I don't know either. I don't remember the very specific. I was packing up from the hotel room I was living in in Vancouver at the time because that was the day we were flying to northern BC for the summer. Yeah. Mm. So the trade happened like 45 minutes before I vacated the hotel room. Like, what the fuck? (laughs) Yeah. Mm. Wow. And you know what's really funny is that I didn't know any of you. I didn't meet any of you until like October of 2014. When That's I, true. You you uh, you joined us when the community that brought us together was already starting to unravel. Yeah, basically. Yeah. I'm sorry, guys. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm not. You shouldn't be that sorry because you stuck around and the com- the rest of that community didn't. So. Oh, okay, okay. I get it. I get it. I get it. Yep. Oh yeah, and I yep yep. There were some tense times. I remember that. That's you okay. You got some friends out of it. Yeah, and you know what? We have a, a place where we, um, where just about anybody else can have 
whatever they want from it, basically. You know? Yeah. So, it's all good. In the hood. <laughs> Gangsta! Oh, God. All right, so you guys didn't clap for me because it was kind of like uh, hey. yeah. So, I like you too. <laughs> so there's there's always more to to learn about the game, and I wish I had been a fan earlier. But you know, you can't you you can't predict when these things are going to happen. You can't make them happen before they do. Mm. You know what I mean? You got to start somewhere. Yeah, you do. Yep. I mean. Um, I don't think there's any shame in starting with the, the cup win. I don't really think there is. Uh, because um, that was a really important thing that happened, you know? He said win to finally bring me, the, bring me in all the way. So yeah. Right, right. There's, you know, so it's like everybody comes in when they come in. And some people are just lucky that, you know, they were born into it. But they've had to go through a lot of heartbreak and loss. And we are going through some heartbreak and loss i have a lot of heartbreak because i'm a sentimentalist whenever ben starts talking about the 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 the, the fleet center years i always kind of in a way i'm glad i wasn't a fan those years oh yes he gave us some warnings about that last week but like this is nothing <laughs> <I'm> like okay <laughs> but it feels like no it's not <laughs> yeah even like the year they traded joe thornton in the season after that though that was way worse than what we're going through now oh i bet I bet. Did you want to say those couple of things that you saw there? Oh, yeah. There? So one of my first true being a big Bruins fan um, uh, memories was in the uh, was, uh, 09 um, uh, um, playoffs. So this is the year, the, the year that uh, Claude got his Jack, his uh, Jack Adams and um, uh, and then that Timmy got his first uh, his first Vezina. We're in the second round against the Canes. Timmy, you got a Vezina? My first that was one. my initial reaction. <laughs> that was my first one. I have multiple. <laughs> okay. You heard it here, folks. Tim is actually Tim Thomas. He's coming to live from his bunker in Colorado. <laughs> Not Maine. <laughs> okay, yeah, so go on. Sorry. Um, and you, so we're in this this tiny little shitty sports bar because I mean, it wasn't going to be on bra- I, I it wasn't going to be on my my only channel. Um, so me and my buddy have chosen this place and they and, Bartender, and then bartender, we come in and they're playing some, I don't know what the fuck. I mean, you used to yeah, freaking wings playing uh, Who the Fuck Cares. Um, mm-hmm. <laughs> and I'm the like, please change it, and they did. But then they went to go change it back after, like, the second period. I'm like, no! No one else here cares about the fucking wings. I have a specific game I want to listen to. It was a bad scene. But uh, mm. I won out, and then the Bruins lost. Mm. Fucking Scott Walker. I was, uh, he should have been suspended that game for sucker punching uh, Aaron Ward. Absolutely. I was in Knoxville, Tennessee for that game. Yeah. I agree with you, even yeah. though I don't know who Scott Walker is. But, yes. Yeah. Yeah, and then, then the other thing was my first Bruins game in person was not at the Garden. It was in uh, February 2012 in Ottawa. Tim Thomas and Nett against Alex Ald. So, obviously, the Bruins won because Alex Ald. Alex Ald. Yeah. But uh, Carter Camper scored his lone NHL goal that game. Oh, cool. That was fun. And that game in Ottawa was a was a two to one black and gold over the red in the in stands. And actually, while it's at a terrible place because it's you know like half an hour from the damn city, um, oh, the, my. <laughs> whatever the hell they're whatever the hell the Ottawa's calling that arena right now, Corel Center, Scotiabank Place, Canadian Tire Center. I think it was Corel. I think it was still Scotiabank Place at the time. It's actually a nice arena. It's it's well, it's smaller. It's very intimate. 
nice sight lines from the upper bolt from, from from the upper deck, but uh, yeah. I've actually gone to one Montreal Bruins game. Mm. Oh. It was, it was uh, it was for my birthday actually. It wasn't on the game wasn't on my birthday, but it was like right around that time. And I went with my dad, and whose birthday also my birthday is February 9th. My dad is February 12th, and I went with my cousin Matt, whose birthday's in March. So we kind of just kind of did a whole thing where just celebrate the three birthdays together. Mm. And um, Jose Teodor was in that for the. Um, Canadians, and the Bruins won five to three, and both Jason Allison, I believe, and Anson Carter both scored scored goals for the Bruins. Sweet. Um, it's the lone. Uh, yeah, it's the lone Bruins Montreal game I've gone to. Thanks. It's hard to get tickets to those games. Nobody, none of the season ticket holders want to give those up. I'll tell you that. Um, that that is a white hot rivalry. Even when neither team is very good, you know, which is kind of refreshing. I I really enjoy rivalries. Yeah, I uh, when I worked for the ticket broker, um, the year after the Bruins won the cup, those Bruins Montreal Canadiens tickets sold for crazy upsell on on prices. Like they were getting double what the actual face value was for. Mm-hmm. I'd believe it. I'd believe it. It could be even more than that, too. Well, anyway, we got to wrap up anyway. Yes. So um, I want to put this out there to our dozens plus listeners. It's more than dozens. We know this. But anyway. Scores. Your... It was scores. <laughs> scores. Our four score and no, it's, um, we had Anyway. 17 Lincoln Park listeners. Like we're, we're, up around, we're up around five or six score at this point. Okay, so I want to put that uh, put this out there to, to the listeners that we want to have a mailbag edition. <laughs> Are there questions that you really want us to answer? Because we can... <laughs> Maybe do it. <laughs> we can answer My... with our customary irreverence and bullshit. Because <laughs> <laughs> We can give you the answer that you really want. Uh, we can give you an answer. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Sample answers might be yes, no, I'm not sure. Anyway, we can give you some kind of answers for some kind of questions that you might have. And amazingly enough, I've not been They don't even necessarily <laughs> need to be Bruins questions. <laughs> Just like a certain electronic store, if you got questions, we got answers. Absolutely. <laughs> so, long story short, <laughs> we're inviting you to actually contact us through Twitter at Barreland Topic. You can even DM us a question if 140 characters is just far too um, few characters that you can use. If you want to use like 500 characters in your, your question, DM us. That's fine. You can also find us on Facebook and post something to the wall there. Or, yeah, I think that's how you would do it. I know how to use Facebook. I'm not that Maybe old. even to the window or to the wall, whichever. But not to the door because we'll totally miss that one. Anyway, yeah, yeah so you can find us email. on Barely in Topic. At... You can email us. That's <laughs> what we're trying to tell you. <laughs> well, I thought we weren't going to. Oh, God. It's damn. possible if you want. Barely on Topic at Gmail. Email. If you love email so much, 
fairlandtopic at gmail. It's fabulous. We check it sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> I swear we check it. We're gonna check it. It is definitely email an email us. account that exists. <laughs> it is not fake. No lie. Anyway, yeah, you could even email us if you want to, but we want some questions for a mailbag because if you don't send us questions, it's just going to be a bunch of us twiddling our thumbs mm-hmm. and talking about hemorrhoid cream or something. So we don't want to do that. I mean, definitely don't want to. Kinda do that. like it, but <laughs> Tim, I can't wait for your podcast on that. <laughs> And you, if you don't ask questions, we'll make them up with with, with silly names like say "down and out" in Delaware North. Um, oh. <laughs> oh man, I know. Don't I know? Um, yeah. So yeah. So we we really want your input. Talk to us. We're friendly and nice. Um, Sometimes. Mostly. I'm a I'm, dick. I'm, <laughs> okay. You. I'm friendly and nice almost all the time. Pretty much all the time. I'm pretty good. I'm nice. I do good stuff. Okay, so anyway, yes, contact us there. Nick's nice all the time. And basically, yeah, we'll be back in two weeks, and we're going to talk about the uh, World Cup of Hockey rosters and preview and all that stuff. But we're looking at the next episode after that as our mailbag. So please talk to us. Please. Talk dirty to me. Um, no, no, don't do that. <laughs> or just, you know, mail, make your questions straight to Tim. Yeah. Okay. I mean, uh, yeah. Maybe not. <laughs> so, um, yeah, that's, that's that's one hell of an outro. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, uh, so Tim, take us out. Word! Word! Word!